Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. My name is Keith. I'm here with the Dungeon Boys. Yeah. Eh. What are your names? Josh. Zenus. Bryce. Yep. Uh, and we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, hope, hopefully this is not your first episode. Is If it is, jump right in. We have a recent recap episode right after episode 10 if you want to get caught up. Uh, if you are joining us after being here for a while, no matter what, thank you for listening. We are full audio now. We used to have a video on YouTube, and now we are just a logo on YouTube where you can listen to us. Our faces weren't particularly interesting. <laughs> not um, at all. So That's why we will add them to the logo. Absolutely. Actually, they're far more interesting now, but you can't really see them. Right. So. If you're listening on iTunes or YouTube, I would encourage you to go to iTunes maybe and leave us a review. That would be great. You could follow us on SoundCloud. That'd be cool. I mean, I don't know if that gets us more more footing on SoundCloud, but whatever you want to do or whatever you are doing, consider leaving us a review on iTunes. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we do a lot more than this on the channel. Uh, this is only one of the things we do, but there are also usually 10 videos plus that go up every week on Tank Media Games. Most of them are me playing video games. Um, but And me playing with him? Yeah, Bryce but plays. this one is the most amazing because I am here. It truly is. I am tuning in for an epic fan battle on... Yeah, it'll be soon. Next week. Well, not next week. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Based on when this is going to come out. Three weeks ago. We have... I have rambled enough. Let's play Dungeons & Dragons. Last time, uh, Grim was trying to go into the party, into the into the party in the manner that they were headed to, trying to f- save a family. He went outside because he's trying. He's dying to get to that stable where he is tr- dying to get taken. He is dying to get dying to get to that stable, and finally a guard told him, "Hey, dude, you got you cannot go there." And Grim punched him in the face and knocked him out. Uh, Jack Law was headed to this to the area where <coughs> he is discovered beneath the manor. Uh, he has discovered where a basilisk is being contained and kept. Uh, and he sees a larger room that that is a part of. And he has incapacitated two guards that have not even so much as laid a finger on him by frightening them with a hallway and with the help of Arlo, who casts some fog uh, to help him, uh, he knocked them out with great speed and vigor. Uh, and Arlo has met the family that they're trying to save. They're, they're nice people. Does Arlo know these guys pissed their pants? <laughs> Oh, you can smell it. Yeah. For miles and miles. Uh, it smells so like Arlo has found the family, the Full Hearts. Albert mm-hmm. has introduced himself. You know that his daughter's name is Corinne. Not Corinne. Justin. Justine. Justin. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you spoke with them, and, and uh, you've unlocked their cage door, but they're still in it, just to maintain the, the semblance that they are, the, the, they are captured. Mm. Just in case they need to use that. You've also cast uh, Pass Without Trace on yep. them so that they can be sneaky. Plus 10 to stealth. Yep. And so the last thing that happened uh, was Arlo opened the door. Oh, poop. I meant to ask those guards about the spiral staircase before I beat the crap out of them. <laughs> you could ask them now. Yeah, but, you could I mean, wake I mean, you wake them up. And tie, I mean, so the door has opened. The, the door to this room, the steel door that uh, Jack Law was trying to unlock to get to the other side where the basilisk, all he saw was, he doesn't know Arlo is down there, but he does now because he opened the door and he's dragging the two knocked out guards into the room and he said, I don't remember what you said, hello? Uh, or, I said, oh, Arlo, it's you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's where we ended our episode, but I don't want to start with you guys yet. I'd like to start with Grim, um, who, is, who has just knocked out 
a um, a guard, a guard and, and hit him in the bushes. There's a bug in here. So what kind? Uh, cricket, maybe, perhaps, or a cockroach. I don't know. I think it is a palmetto bug. Oh god! Mm. I think that's that's a cricket. Nope, it's it not. I see. Tune in next week when the palmetto bug will join us. Yeah, chirp, chirp. cockroaches. There's three things about cockroaches. They can survive two weeks without a head. Mm. They can survive a nuclear war, mm-hmm. and they're hella good at Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. They're also very, very clean. Not a lot of people know that about them. If you touch a cockroach, why? I don't know. Don't do but it. But they will run and clean themselves because they hate to be touched by us, which honestly makes me hate them even more. Mm. I'm insulted. Yeah, a little bit. Just Yeah, honestly, just a little bit. But, I mean, hey. I'm very insulted. Cockroaches are cockroaches to us. We are cockroaches to them. Also, I'm deathly terrified of them. Mm-hmm. I will murder them without yeah. any remorse. But let's play Dungeons and Dragons instead of talk about cockroaches, despite yeah. how interesting that is. Do I see cockroaches in the room? No, because Grim, because <laughs> we are playing as Grim right now. Isn't you eight are, foot tall and in the corner he's waving at you? You are all yes. playing as me right We are playing as Grim. Um, okay. That would be interesting. Everybody play as one character with like multiple personalities. <laughs> like the wow. Twitch chat that beat Pokemon Red or Blue or something? I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, a group of random people on Twitch by entering ran- uh, button inputs were able to complete Pokemon Blue or something in Twitch chat. But we will play Dungeons and Dragons right this very second. Grim, there is you ah, just hit a body. Good gravy into the thing, the stable. You yeah. head to the stable. Okay, um, so as you approach, the stable, I know I know that's where Walter Froggins went. Yes. So um, I would like to. Uh, Perceptify and see if I can Before see. Before you again. get there, I have to remember what's there. Yeah, I, if I remember right, I was <clears throat> causing a ruckus and I was like trying to like drag my feet or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you could like roll a personal initiative inside you as a person mm-hmm. and see which personality goes first. Mm-hmm. You can, okay. Yeah, that's, as you approach this. Kind of thing. So when, at what point do you want to use your perception roll? Do you want to just walk in, or you? Um, I yeah, I walk in and just at the door, I want to look and see if I see stuff. All right. So as you look in, the way the stables are kind of set up is they're mostly open. There's this. Um, there's stalls mm. at the. Uh, there's stalls in the front, but you can tell the stable kind of goes back as well. Uh, the entrance is in the middle. There's stalls on either side of you, but you can tell it goes back and there's more lanes and stalls. Uh, but as you approach, you do see, uh, before your roll perception, you see a young man uh, who is, he does not dress as a guard. He looks like a stable hand. And he's walking around feeding some of the horses and, and uh, doing his thing. But if you want to roll perception, um, before you walk in there, absolutely. Uh, sure. I got a 24. Well, so uh, towards the front, you can see most of the, there are several horses. Um, it's a very well-populated stable towards the front. Many, several horses, several stalls full of um, maybe a few donkeys. Uh, a couple of goats are in there. Uh, but you can also see kind of towards the, the back and to the right, uh, a large carriage with a big cage on top, uh, presumably for carrying back beasts. But it seems like the deeper you get into the stables, the less populated it is. It seems like there's a, a few more empty stalls towards the back than there are at the front. Real okay. quick, are he and I pretty much in sync as far as what's going on? Like, the battle that I just had and the battle he just had, did that happen at the same time? Kinda. Kinda-ish. Okay. Um, well, actually, the battle you just had probably happened a little bit before okay. what he just did. 
What time wise? Uh, what's the stable hand man doing? He's just feeding up horses. He doesn't notice you yet because yeah, you're kind of walking up. Doesn't care about me. Okay. Um. I guess I walk. Doesn't up. care about you is different. He yeah, hasn't noticed you. <laughs> uh. I walk up. Um. I, I guess I just walk up to him. I mean, because if, if I don't see anything <coughs> else about the things at the back, the okay. stables at the back. He has his back to you. Uh. He's kind of sprinkling hay into a stall as a, and he he's really enjoying a horse that is kind of eating out of his hand a little bit. And he's petting it. Um. It's, it's a man, right? It's a boy. It's, yeah. Uh, an adult man, adult man, but boyish. boyish. Young. Young, okay. Hello, son. Uh, you're, you're, not, you're not my dad. <laughs> you're not my dad. <laughs> he turns around and he says, you're, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be at the party, right? Yes, but uh, perhaps you can help me out. I don't think I can. You're really not supposed to be here. You're son, not supposed to be over son, here at the Staples. You're, you're supposed to be at the party. Calm down. I can't calm just Mr. Rizzo Branch will be very angry if someone is at the stables that's He'll not supposed to be know. here. You're not supposed to be He'll here. You'll only know I'm here if you tell him. Well, I'm gonna tell. I don't want. I'm gonna tell him. You're gonna tell him right now. I mean, I. You don't. You don't need. Son, listen. Calm down. All right. You need to convince him to calm down. Okay. Roll, uh, here, let me show you these bushes over here. That's <laughs> <laughs> some real nice bushes. Roll persuasion. Oh lord. I got a ten. Um. <clears throat> He's still very excited. That's not how that works. Come on, dude. Uh, you succeed. He says he he just gets he just gets quiet. He's very timid, very not cool with this, but he's not speaking anymore. Listen, I'm only here to check on my frog. I sold him earlier today. I just want to be sure that he's in uh, good hands. Uh, yeah, he's in good hands. Would it be possible for me to see him? Oh, no, you can't see him. No, 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 you can't see him. Is there any way I can change that? You can't. You, you, you've, I've, I've calmed down. I'm not going to yell out for the guards, but you can't see him. He's not here. He's not in the stables. Do you know where he would be? I know he's not here, but I don't know uh, exactly where... I'm kind of new. I'm I'm kind of new here. I'm, I'm 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 I haven't seen I haven't seen everything, but um, the the big stuff goes somewhere else. And and speaking of which, um, do we name that guy that you ate? I don't know if we did. Was his I name Christopher? Yes. Na- yeah, his yeah. name was Christopher. Christopher. Um, Chris Christopher's normally the one who's been showing me the ropes. He hasn't been here for several hours. I'm actually kind of worried, but oh, uh, he's he's, he's he's the one who takes care of the big stuff, not me. Hmm. Do you? Um... <coughs> You wouldn't happen to have seen where he has taken any of the big animals, have you? Uh, no, I, I, he hasn't shown me any of that. I, I, I usually arrive after, after, uh, after he's here. Uh, but sir, you really, you, I, I really want you to, to leave. I don't, I don't want to cause any trouble. I, I wouldn't. I would hate for you to, to be in trouble on my part. So I will, I will step away and uh, return to the party. I suppose. Oh, okay, I'm. I'm just gonna keep feeding the horses. Okay. Okay. Please, please, please go back to the party. My family, my family needs the money I make for this job. From this job, he turns around and he goes back to feeding the horses. But you can tell he's rather, rather shaken. Um, how is this stable set up? Is it like different paths where if I go out and go, I can um, go down a different one? Imagine a single lane. Single lane. A single lane that you are currently in, uh, that you walked into. On either side of you are stalls that just go down, and then you there's an open area between another section of stalls that go horizontally. So. Imagine a single lane and then horizontal stalls that start at the 
There's a so like a teeth? There was a bug that came out of the wall and ran came back in like horror movie style just now. <laughs> One of those you know palmetto bugs. You so don't it like. goes straight down like that, and there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, where is the the boy? Because I'm going further in, and if, if uh, he's he's, gonna... he's in the front section of stalls. Uh, and as you're walking in, he's at the one directly to the right of the lane you're walking down. Okay. Um, I want to go towards the back stalls and the ones to the closest to the house, I guess. So if... Okay. Yeah, so back into the left. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You just walk past him? Um, yeah, I guess. Cause, all right, so well, if he's going to see me, I'm just going to knock him out. I, I, yeah, he, if you walked right past him, he would notice, like, out I'm of, some, out of his out. periphery. A, um, in walking away, do I get any type of anything for that, or just smack him? What? Roll, roll initiative and smack him? Because I'm going to pretend yeah, like I'm he, walking away. He's not looking at you. I will give you a surprise round on this poor stick. This does not feel like a grim thing to do. Mm. Okay, I guess I'll go. Boom! <laughs> As he's staring forward, he says, "If, if, okay, if you want, you can stand at a distance and look at the horses. If you just want to check, if I, the frog's not here, but the horses are pretty. Uh, if you want to just stand here and look at those, that's that's fine. But, I I would appreciate that. What uh, what's it? Did he give me a name? Did he give me a name? He didn't give me a name. No, he did not. Um, thank you. I I would I would appreciate that. I like uh, animals. I'm an animal man. Oh, so. I love animals." I like animals more than people, really. Mm. Sometimes I feel the same. Um, I guess, can I roll, like, survival to see Gary's, yeah, or Arlo's tracks? Uh, sure. Well, Absolutely you can. Dope. Hey, that's, that's some thinking. I wouldn't have think. Uh, Eleven. He's a big old frog. You can see him. You didn't have to roll. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> His tracks lead towards the back. So down, straight down that big lane. That's the way I go. You just walk, walk there that way? Yeah, he said I could stand. Yeah. I think he's... Sir, I, I, said, I said you could stand at a distance. You can't, you can't go any deeper into the stables. I, I'm not I'm not, I'm not. not causing a riot. I'm not right. causing problems. I'm going to hit him right, in the head. you got to roll up initiative for this one. No more surprise around. 18. All right, you beat him in initiative. You have the first attack. That's a nat 20 to hit. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> roll damage. <laughs> Six damage. Don't be a stable hand in this place. <laughs> Look what don't, you did to my boy. Don't be a guard or a stable hand or anything. I got a oh, six damage. Is the guy Eight. ate like his relative or something? Guards get knocked out. Stable hands get eaten yeah. and beaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he, I want to knock him out. As he comes time. around the corner, as you pass by him, to like he grab he grabs you on the shoulder to try to turn you around to say no, you can't go that way. And as you turn around, you just you want to go elbow or you want to go fist. No, I just want to spin house. around as fast as I can and just. Right, him in you the just head. punch him in the head, and his head slams against the stable, the stable wall beside him. The horse next to him whinnies and goes, and like, the gat like bucks a little bit, and he like slumps to the ground, knocked out. Um, He's a stable boy. What kind of what kind of hit points does he have? I didn't expect. I didn't expect my 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 goofy non-named. Meaningless NPCs look, except for visual flair to be punched in the head. He tried. You to obviously stop me. don't know this part. Yeah. <laughs> I roll for head punch. I'm gonna. A little bit of little bit of blood is on the wall where his head hit. Oh god. I, uh, I heal him for four points and I continue on my way. How right. old is this poor child? Wait, so you, you're not gonna wake him back up though? You want him to stay knocked out? Yeah, I just want to like heal him up. Heal him up good. Okay, so yeah, there's a. So you heal him, and he seems to be sleeping more restfully now. 
Uh, but he is still a slumped over stable boy in the middle of the stable, visible I, from the path <laughs> that I, goes on. I can't sleep. It just looks like punch. Yeah, it's just touch activated. That's just uncool. Welcome to the south where your Harley has to make a lot of noise. Uh, that's probably like a Honda Civic. Yeah, you're right. I want to I wanna carry him... Um, to a, a secluded stall and right. just gingerly set him down. And a clean one, preferably. Okay. And, and set so him you down. set him in some hay in a set stall. Nicely, and I, I like Fireman's carry or carry him like a little baby boy? Like a little baby boy. Okay. And I set him down and I like pat his shoulder and be like, sorry, friend. You sure you don't want to stick a sock in his mouth? <laughs> yeah. I cut him off. <laughs> <up. laughs> <laughs> Grim was doing this out of necessity. I know. He, I know. And then I go and I look... Uh, follow the tracks. All right, so you follow the tracks, uh, and they they. So Squeaky. you do follow the tracks, yeah. um, and they kind of terminate again. I said terminate in the next video, um, in a kind of a back room where there's a lot of hay, mm. uh, and it almost looks like the the, the tracks just stop at the hay. No, I can't. I can't do that. Okay. <laughs> um, they they stop in a room or they stop at a wall. There's kind of a back section, the back left corner of this place. You go past the stall, and behind the last stall, where you would expect to be the wall of the stable, there's actually one <coughs> big open big stall. Looks like it would have been for a, a larger animal, uh, and it's f just full of hay, just almost to the top, full of hay. Like it's, it looks like a place where they store hay. Um, and the tracks stop at the edge of that. I. Would like to, I guess, investigate. Sure, absolutely. Come on, high roll, baby. I got a sixteen. Okay, so you you do investigate, um, and you you see kind of the edge of all this hay. That the ed, the edge of the hay is, is seems to be more well kept and square than hay would normally fall, mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of is a square. As you press down on that, the ground doesn't give, but you can um, you can uncover beneath the sand on the ground like a little bit of a seam. It looks like this could be a, a platform that possibly moves. Um, and on the wall, you can see kind of concealed, or you can see a, like a beam, like a, a support brace, like the uh, if in the frame of a. I'm trying to flood the, the angular, the uh, 45 degree angle thing that tends to hold up awnings. Yeah, I gotcha. Or whatever. Um, you can see you can see one of those that looks a little bit loose and kind of out of place that holds it. up the, the roof of this. I investigate. Not very long, probably about a f two feet long. Is that a buttress? Is that what a buttress is? No, maybe. A f is a flying buttress one that goes way out? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. We'll call it a buttress. Okay, I go and touch the buttress. Ooh. It doesn't mm -hmm. seem to bear weight. It it jiggles when you move it. I pull on it. Pull it down. Alright, so you pull it. And I pull on it. That was accidentally good. <laughs> accidentally funny. That's funny. I had no an even clue that I was saying you the butt Trish jiggles. I, I was tempted to emphasize butt in that but the buttress. Yeah. I touched the Anyway, buttress. I pull it down. You pull it down and when you do, you hear the sound of mechanical movement. Uh, and when the the hay the big room of hay it the back the back of the stable opens up and the hay slides out on this big mechanical platform. 
Uh, and in front of you, you can see what is obviously an elevator, something that goes down into a, a shaft. And get on it. And you, when you step on it, it begins to lower slowly. Hey. And as you go beneath the hay... Are we going to talk about shaft? <laughs> no. Um, Bryce, you're my little brother, but I, I, maybe I should expect it. You're, the, you're the one that made this happen. I said shaft. That's what it is. But though. I watched you talk about You've it. You've also said it. You said it last time, too. Which, I mean, that's what it is. All right, folks. That's, this, that's, that's what this podcast is. Okay. We have devolved. We jiggled the buttress so we could get pod, on the shaft. The podcast. You did not say go down. You said get on the, the shaft. The podcast is the... now a show where we make silly, dirty jokes about buttresses and shafts. And that's just what we're going to be, okay? Everybody saddle you up. Said platform. I said I get on the platform. Everybody saddle up with your dirty jokes. And that's what, what we're going to be. Because that's what you do. I have to out of this. I'm just kidding, you goofballs. Shaft is a funny word. <laughs> he said but, platform. The last word he said was shaft. He said, I get on. You I get travel, on the elevator. You, I don't want to use the word elevator because it's freaking fantasy land, but a lift. I want you, you to get, get on, on the lift. <laughs> All right, you're going down the shaft. Yeah, yeah, traveling elevator. down the shaft. And uh, as you get below where the platform would be, it slides back over you and you're in a little bit of darkness. Uh, and then the shaft lowers to the bottom. And you can see the same hallway that Arlo saw that goes big hallway, big enough for transporting large things. Uh, and it kind of curves down into another room. Uh, follow so as you step off of the voice. elevator, the elevator rises back up to the ceiling. Poop. Um, and it is gone from your sight. And you walk down, and what do you see but... Arlo, but Arlo, yeah, you see the same room. You see the room full of these, uh, full of these cages. One of them having the big blue six-arm spiky basilisk. You see the stone guard. The basilisk is still sleeping. Uh, you see the stone guard who is staring, who is stare, who is staring at the basilisk, looking as though he was turned to stone. You see the Ankeg, which is seems to be rather docile, kind of making his rounds inside his cage. As well as the owl bear, um, that is also seems to be rather docile. They seem to be have made not a, they're not pleased to be in the cages, but they seem to have prepared themselves. Um, and you see what looks to be a four-person family in one of those cages uh, that you may use. They match the description of who you've been looking for, and you also see Arlo standing there on the other side of a steel door, and you see Jack Law dragging. Thank goodness this happened. You all met up. Uh, you see Jack Law dragging two, uh, whether they're knocked out or, or dead or unconscious, you don't know, but two guards dragging them down the stairs into this room. What, what was I rolling for, Bryce? I was rolling to see if you would notice me, because if I heard the elevator going, I would immediately stealth. So My uh, passive perception's like probably close to 17. All right. Probably close. Let's figure it out. <laughs> it's like... It's either 10 plus proficiency or 10 plus your perception score. So yeah. it's either 13 or 17. Your perception score is what now? 7. Double prof, boy. Um, I think if we're going to add proficiency, I think it's 8 plus. Is it not 8 plus? No, because on um, that th the thing you use... I mean, either way, I rolled a 9, so... Yeah, and I got 14. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's, that's fine. So uh, I don't know. It's it's weird. I'll, I knew it at one point, but it don't so, matter. So, Jack, how do you stealth? I this guess, is a well-lit room. I guess I would have been 
trying to get behind the cages with the bodies, but then realized it There's was... There's the, the cages butt up against the mm-hmm. wall wherever they are. Oh. So they're kind of like horse stalls or whatever? Yeah, but okay. they're in steel cages. Okay. Okay, then I guess I would have just been ready for battle rather than stealthing. Okay. No, it's um. There's there are places to hide. I'm just asking you oh. what you intended. Like, do you want to drop and jump in the hay? Do you want to like? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not jumping in the hay. <laughs> that hay has been well used. Yeah. Ten plus the wisdom modifier is your passive perception. Ten plus wisdom so, modifiers so and no yeah. proficiency. No, no proficiency. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, cool. If you have advantage, you add five. Disadvantage, you remove five. Yeah. So. I'm with you. All right, so this is this is the scene when Grim walks into this area. You Y'all, do add proficiency. I didn't read it all. Okay. <laughs> all right. Grim, catch the elevator. It's too late. Dang. I assume. You don't. You, you same thing with Arlo. You don't see any way to bring it back down. Okay. So it's already gone. Okay. Hey, we found the family. They're over here. Oh, good. I uh, found an exit. Well, it was an entrance for me, but it's now an exit. It leads out to the east side of the house. Question. West. West side of the house. Uh, There's a guard at the door, but it's just one last I saw. And there are three of us. All right, Albert. Albert. He's busy. Yes, sir. Hi, Albert. (laughs) It's your old friend Arlo over here. These are the two. These are the two fellas I told you about. We're gonna help you get out of here. Okay. It's creepy hello. and beefcake. Hello. <laughs> it's creepy and beefy. What are your names? You can call me Grim. Good to meet you, Grim. My name is Jack. Good to meet you, Jack. Are those men? Grim is the creepy one, and Jack is the beefy one. <laughs> are Are those men dead? No, no, of course not. No. Okay. You sound disappointed. I'm not disappointed. No, absolutely not. Um, I would prefer that we there be no more loss of life on this mission than there need to be. Excellent. But, could yes. I borrow your cage? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, yes, you can. I'm going to toss them in there <laughs> as okay. they walk out. Okay. Uh, so they walk out of the cage. Okay, cool, 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 cool. They walk out of the cage, and they approach you. And you put them in the cage? Yeah. Okay, so you slam the, the guards in the cage, and they're uh, still fast asleep. Um, in doing so, the monsters around you guys have been relatively quiet in this room despite banging on the door a little bit, which they hear pretty often. Uh, they're kind of used to things moving around here. They're not particularly upset with you. They're not. They're, they're beasts that move around, and they're big. Uh, you can hear them, but they're not bothering anything or trying to get out or anything right now. Oh, excuse me. Oh, one thing... Uh, Arlo, that you notice when Jack walks into the room, we'll deal with this real quick. Oh, yes. uh, you notice on his back uh, the uh, the staff that was once carried by your master, Briar. Yeah, I guess like as you're walking into the thing, I can see like it's on your back behind you. Mm-hmm. So, hey, where'd you find that? What? That staff? Where'd you find it? The internet? No, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I found the bed chambers of the Lord of this house. Is made in Taiwan. What? <laughs> I, I think you, I'm gonna need to get that from you. That looks exactly like my master Briar staff. Oh, I knew it looked something similar to the was it a circlet he has on his yeah. head. Yeah, the teeth. It's on a, the, yeah, I got a hat. He's got like a straw teeth. hat with the uh, band- oh, bandolier right. of teeth. Yep, got you. I recognized its style. It seemed to fit you. I figured if it wasn't yours already, it could be. So. 
Can I hang on to that? Absolutely. All right, I'm going to hang on to that. All right, Do Josh, I identify it as being... You identify <laughs> it as Briar's staff. Dang. One thing that this grants you, it grants you advantage on any check that you use to deal with like animal handling or animal friendship or whatever. Okay, I jump in with the bastards. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that. But you, you remember that Briar used to very often use this staff whenever you were on your travels to calm beasts. Uh, you got he didn't really care for killing things so terribly much though he did take the to- the tooth souvenirs um, from the times that you guys did end up killing something large or saving a town from a beast or whatever but Briar was a very pacifistic man in air dwarf and you remember that and you can remember him using this staff to to calm animals and keep them from terrorizing villages Arlo is a little bit shook up that he sees this because there's no way he'd leave that behind what kind of shook up? Like, like uh, is he around Patrick's here? I got to get out of here. Like, is he is he somewhere nearby? But like, not John Travolta or Elvis or no, no. Okay. Oh, going too far. Dial yeah. it back. Okay. Dial does back. this mean anything to you? I don't know. If this is here, there's no way he'd part with it. If if it's here, maybe he's here too. Well, I feel like we have more pressing matters at the moment, but we will deal with that as soon as we possibly can. And you have my full support if you should need anything. All right. Who do you think? Well. Who do you think could be here, Arlo? Um, this, this is Albert speaking. This is the man who raised me. This is this is Master Briar. He's he's the druid that, that raised me. Oh, well, we've not seen a druid pass through these dungeons. But right. I don't. I would not give up hope. Well, he might be around here somewhere. Very well. Um, but first, first things first, first. We got to get you out of here quickly. Let's let's make let's make. I'd like to thank you all for for for. Uh, I'd like to shake your hand, Arlo, again. And he, he goes around and he shakes hands with you, and he uh, sees Jack and and Grimm, and he grabs Jack's hand, uh, looking like he's dispatched another couple of foes. And thank you very much for coming to save me. I know it, it was Corgus who sent you both. You are you are now members of our little organization, are you not? Yes, servants indeed. as well. Indeed. Uh, is he done? No. Uh, he shakes Grimm's hand as well, and he, he shakes up. Um, but what would you like to say? Go ahead. Uh, you were, were you brought in through the back entrance, or were you brought down on the elevator? We do not know. We, are not, we do not know where we were brought in. I think we were brought in through the, the main entrance, um, but we were... We were uh, um, my wife was actually still concussed, and she was still uh, um, <clears throat> unconscious, I do not remember if any of us uh, saw anything. Uh, uh, Torque, Justine, do you remember seeing anything when we were dragged in here? Specifically a metal box or a spiral staircase. Do you know what they may be used for? Um, Torque speaks up and he says, I don't, I don't remember seeing anything. We had the, the bags on our head, but I, I think I remember smelling food, um, vegetables, and, uh, and some meats I remember smelling, I believe. I see. That sounded like a kitchen to me. I agree. What's this about a metal box, Jack? I passed a large metal box slightly recessed into the wall, and next to it there's a spiral staircase leading up. Hmm. The okay. staircase uh, is next to another staircase that I came down, which is directly behind the kitchen. If I had to guess, the staircase leading up leads directly into the kitchen. Possibly. I'm always hungry. Um, sorry. Oh, this, the the spiral staircase was in the, the kitchen would be on the top left of the the would be above the top left of the basement and the spiral staircase in the bottom right. How? Yeah. Based on the map. So remember the kitchen was here top left? Yeah. And the basement you came in on the top. So that way the kitchen would be up here. 
and the staircase is down here. Oh, I thought the I thought the staircase is like I go down the stairs and then there's the metal box and then like there's a spiral staircase right beside me. Okay. Yeah, so the staircase in the north, the metal box was kind of in the middle yeah. of the right side of the room and the staircase was beneath that. Okay, cool. So you can still absolutely tell them where you think it was. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't think that that's what it led to right, then. I'm very sorry about any spatial issues. It's had. all good. Ma- mapping out a large space is difficult whenever you're sharing an imagination. Repcon, I saw a large metal box attached to the wall and there was a metal staircase that I saw that I don't know where it led to but I didn't bother to take the time to check it out uh, ooh, that was Australian <laughs> check it out <laughs> so, I didn't check out the staircase I heard a woman humming and came down here I imagine it was the young mother here comforting her child yes uh, the woman reaches out to uh, thank you as well uh, personally um, what what you guys? The the woman reaches out to thank you personally, and she she goes to shake all of your hands as well, um, and give you a polite little bow. Bryce, what you want, buddy? I don't, I'm trying to get Zenus to look at that thing, but he every time I point at it, he looks back at me. The Coca Cola can it's like floating. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> I see that. That's odd. It really um, is. There's a spirit here. Uh, but the woman reaches out, the mother, she reaches out to try to, she gives you all a bow and goes to shake your hand in the, her feminine style. And she says, my name's Corinne Fullhart. Thank you so much for saving us from this wretched place. You are welcome. Very. And following suit, Torque as well, uh, the, the, the man, the, who is obviously the son with the big beefy man, he shakes your hand with a firm handshake. It's like gripping, the, just like a, a, if a tree came to life and grabbed your hand, he's the, he's the strong boy. Uh, and he says, thank you very much. And lastly, to shake your hands, is little Justine. She's seen her father and her mother and her brother reach out to shake hands. And uh, she's still learning the social graces, so she says, "Thanks so much!" And she reaches up to Arlo, or reaches forward to Arlo, not up. And she gives him a <laughs> <Down> shake slightly, <laughs> and then she gives the glance to the guards in the cage, and then she inches towards Jack Law and like kind of keeps her head down, but goes for a shake. And do you shake? Yeah, I do. But like, do the hand on top as well. Like, uh, you're a brave young girl. You'll yeah, do well in life. Yeah, kinda. And she also, in her left hand, she's holding a stuffed bear. The bear is like a classic uh, teddy bear, but his eyes are very, like, the the eyes aren't little like eyes, they're like black stones. Um, and she goes to shake Grim's hand. Do you I, shake? Yeah, I, I bend down, like, squat and, and shake her hand on her level. As you do that, as you touch hands, something <sighs> magnificent happens. <laughs> she kills me. And uh, no. As you <laughs> shake only hands, she consumes you. Can I interrogate a guard? You can in a moment. Hold on. Okay. We have to deal with this. It's going to take a second. Um, excuse me. I got to make sure I read everything properly. Um, we'll have formal introductions she, later. All right. Like so what happens uh, is Zenus and or Grim and Justine make quite. An amazing transformation before your eyes. Oh boy. Light floods the room. Super mega Zine, <laughs> Zine, please, ex- please explain your transformation and what you look like. What is happening is Zenus is going into in his Asimar, uh what is it called? It is called Necrotic Shroud. Necrotic Shroud. He is making a visual yes. transformation before your eyes. And yeah. Justine is also making one, but it's not quite the same. My... Um, 
As an action, your eyes become dark pools. Uh, skeletal ghostly wings sprout from your back. Uh, creatures are frightened, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I imagine that Grim, Grim's uh, skin becomes kind of a pale gray and like his veins uh, become Definitely. black. So um, but it's mostly visual, right? It's a visual thing meant to frighten. Um, no, he, he gets stronger with it, but I mean, you can't really... Right, but you can't. Yeah, you're not. You can't fly with the skeletal wings. No, like I mean, he would deal more like necrotic damage or whatever. But that's it's mostly at this point just visual. So yeah, so Grim like shoots up, stands up straight. His eyes turn into these black pools, and his skin turns very dark and pale. And you can see his veins turning black and coursing through. And and don't you you get horns, right? They're like no, you don't get horns. It's just your black eyes. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I just remember. And then the skeletal wings produce from his back, uh, and he is making this transformation before your eyes, but. The same thing happens with Justine, except everywhere that Zenus turns black and pale, she turns just pure white. She becomes this 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 being a being made of pure light, but her eyes become very uh, white. These white pools, and her wings come out, and they're just these magnificent wings of white light, uh, and light consumes everything about her. Where like Zenus is uh, cons- kind of consumed by this necrotic darkness. And Zenus, this is mostly this is what you experience. Um, for a split second, you're holding you're holding hands with this handshake, and you're floating in some ethereal world. It's as if you can hear all things and see all things at once. There's too much to process. You feel all powerful yet non-existent at the same time. You feel oddly like you're part of all things yet dead and part of nothing. Uh, so <clears throat> as you uh, you're holding hands and you're in this, you can't act. It's mm-hmm. just like. You can feel that there's this big amount of power coursing through the both of you uh, that you didn't choose to have there, um, and you're in this transformation. And uh, do you do anything while you're kind of in this split second of? Um, am I? What do I see? Like, do I see the room? I'm you, in, or no, you see light? her. You see Justine, this little girl who's turned into this like almost angel of light, and then around you, you're just in this oddly ethereal place where you can't see anything but you can also somehow see everything not where you are but like everything in existence it's kind of this odd uh, duality um, that you're experiencing right what, now. Is, what is she doing um, she is I guess like how does she look she is like taking it all in she's very surprised at herself but also it seems like she's rather confident in this in this form um, I guess in the split second I just asked like what what are you um, she looks at you and she says, "I'm Batman." She, as she's she's holding her teddy bear and the teddy bear's eyes are glowing white now, mm-hmm. and she's holding your hand and she says, "I don't know." And then she lets your hand go, and your transformation ceases. You're no longer transformed. You instantly come back to your original, your normal Thaddeus Baker Grimm form, and you are back in the room with everyone. You never left the room, by the way. It, to you all, the two of you. Uh, Grim never left the room, but you kind of experience this detransformation, um, and you return. But you see Justine. The three of you also see just you. Everyone sees Justine. She's transformed, transformed, and bathed in this white light. Uh, she takes two steps to her family, whose jaws are just on the floor. Albert is is almost in shock, and her mother is is afraid, and and Torque is very surprised and very tense. Uh, and they don't even know what to say. They're kind of, uh, 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 Justine, are you okay? 
and she takes the steps towards her family. Their jaws are on the floor, and she grabs each of their hands. She grabs each of she grabs the three of their hands, uh, and her eyes turn white, and they are visibly. She is um, all all three of her family members seem to be visibly in mild pain. When she touches them, it's almost like they touched a stove or something. And they don't pull back, but they it, does, it looks like it hurts a little bit. Um, and she sweetly and calmly, as if spotting a cloud that looks like a bird or a house, says, Home. Uh, and then the whole family is sucked into the eyes of Justine's teddy bear. Kind of like a blue skidoo weekend, too. Like, they all are almost vacuumed. Like, they, they turn into this kind of massive white light. And they are sucked into the eyes of this glowing-eyed teddy bear. And once they all get in, the teddy bear's feet also suck into the eyes. And it kind of turns itself inside out and sucks itself into its own eyes until nothing is before you. Uh, and it all happens with a bloop. And she is gone uh, before your eyes. All of them are gone. The whole family. Oh, well, that's just showing off right there. Well, that happened. <laughs> uh, how do I feel? You feel like you could do it again if you had a... had a. You feel like you could probably do that again. I feel... Um, I don't feel, like, weaker or anything. You feel taxed. You mm-hmm. don't feel as like you could do that again, but you feel like you could transform again, if you know, okay. if you know what I mean. Not, I guess Grim, like, drops... Um, he puts his hands on his knees and kind of like falls forward as if he's just like run a marathon, I guess. Like yeah, he's yeah. tired. Yeah. Great. You alright? I, I don't know. What was that? I don't know. Fair enough. Did we just win? Yes. Maybe. Hey, you saw I could turn into a giant frog, right? Yes. Alright, I'll still win. All Although, right. I. Yes. I I want to leave. <laughs> Alright, doors that way, let's go. So be it. I've found the exit. Watch out for that puddle. Alright, so you guys are walking down the uh down the the cave thing? Mm-hmm. Alright, so you guys walk that way, uh and as you enter into that basement room You hear growling. You don't hear growling, <laughs> but what you do hear is Well, well, well. I heard banging on my steel door. I thought one of my monsters has gotten out. One of them has. Who is this? Mr. Baker. You don't remember Walter Froggins, I assume. What are you talking about? Yeah, I remember that frog you sold me. Yeah, that's him. Who? Him. Throw him. Who? (laughs) (laughs) This gnome. Look, I... Something... Strange has happened, so I have no time for games. I think you do have time for games. This game is called What the Hell Are Y'all Doing in My Basement Causing Trouble? We I want to cast, cast Minor Illusion. Okay. And I can make a loud sound. Okay. I want to make the sound of, of the basilisk like roaring behind us. Do you know what a basilisk? You probably know what a basilisk sounds like. I was in the so forest. Man. Make, make the what female raising call right where Ronald is. <laughs> right. um, and I just, I want to like cause that distraction. Like, oh God, what the hell? <laughs> I want to, I want to cast that sound farther down the hallway from where we are. So behind you? Like he's expecting it to come from like down in the in the sub level thing where we were at. Mm. I want to cast it where he thinks that the thing is not at. Like behind. Make him think that it's out. Okay. 
Gotcha. So currently, as far as the basement, you talk, you guys are experiencing this basement that Jack has already experienced. See. Imagine we're looking at a rectangle from the top. From the top. Yep. You have just come in the bottom from a hallway. Behind you is that dungeon room after the long kind of curving hallway that takes you down there. That'll work. You're at the bottom of the rectangle. At the top of the rectangle, walking towards you is Ronald Witherbranch, who is asking you these questions. I'm going to cast it behind him, like as far as I can behind him. Okay, that would be like right at the back of the thing. Like he came out of like a hallway coming out of there? He came down the stairs. So I'll show you the map. Cast it like it's going through the steel door. Because that's yeah. in the other room. To show you the map, he's up here walking towards you. Okay. Um, so he's just come down these stairs, you would okay. assume. Um, and you've just come into the bottom of the room. Okay. Uh, so you would know that if you cast it behind him, he is likely not going to think that that's behind him because there's really nowhere it could come from behind him. Mm. I was wanting to cast it behind him just so we could maybe have advantage on the next Well, you can cast whatever you want behind him and try to distract him. But I got to roll Make against that, twice. I think. Yeah. What are, you, what are you doing? I wanted to cast it behind. Like, if he came down the stairs, I want to cast it at the top of the stairs. Just to make him think twice. Okay. That'll um, take whatever. I probably have to roll against being uh, distracted or whatever, I think, you, right? Do you just read what it says? Yeah, what's the... For minor illusion? Yeah. yeah. I just make a really loud noise. I mean, there's nothing to roll against. Uh, then you... Do you get treated like intimidation Yeah, so you're probably rolling... I could, um... I want to try and help him if that's possible. I want to speak and and give further truth to this. Okay, sure. So, um, so whenever you you cast it, and after the roar, I say, "Well, releasing a basilisk clearly." And I've already said one of them's out. All right. All right. So roll with advantage against my. All right. Um, <laughs> Twenty-one. Is, would that be uh, wisdom or intellect? Um, I would believe wisdom. Uh, so yeah, he does for a moment turn around uh, and look up the stairs. Um, huh? <laughs> I said flying dragon kick. <laughs> feet away. Uh, yeah, he's probably like 50 feet away from you at this point. But he does turn around towards the back of the room. Um, but he is going... You let... How a basilisk going to get up my stairs? There ain't no basilisk up there. What are y'all trying to do when he turns around? I'm dodging. I'm getting like behind some of the shelves and stuff. Okay, cool. So you're dodging and getting cover. Are we gonna attack? I'm just getting out of the way. Okay. I'm like a little micro man. No. I'm uh, gonna. I'm gonna try and pet. He's a fat man, right? Yeah. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna try and pass him. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, dash past him up the stairs. Your dash isn't gonna get you all the way there. It's a long room. I'm gonna run then and get as far as you can. Then dash. Okay, so we're gonna imagine this rectangle again. Uh, Ronald Witherbranch is about halfway down the rectangle. Uh, a little bit to the right side of the rectangle because in the middle are those tables. Uh, Arlo has just jumped behind kind of a pillar in a table uh, situation. So he's just jumped, he is concealed at the bottom side of this rectangle. Grim is also at the bottom side of the rectangle besides Arlo. And above Ronald Witherbranch at the top of the rectangle is now Jack Law. Now I'm going to need you all to roll initiative. Because he is not pleased. Initiate. 15. And he says... 17. Now what y'all going to do trying to come in here and my party I'm trying to have is... I really didn't feel like killing three people in my basement today, but y'all gonna make me do it, I guess. Now tell me one thing before we stop this mess. Y'all set them people free down there in the, in the dungeon? 
Are you? they still down now? No, they're free. Oh, yeah. Y'all gonna have to die. <laughs> uh, so... Would you care to explain why you needed to capture them? They've been caused... Them folks has been causing trouble, and all that, all that, that should all could 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 concern you, <laughs> is that they've been causing trouble in my city of Lonesome. I'm tasked with protecting this place. The High Council is counting on me to t- make sure things go go good here, and these people have been causing trouble for my orcs. At least that's what I've been told. I think they're part of some sort of secret organization that's trying to upheave the, the High Council, trying to do some sort of government takeover. The High Council is nothing but a league of murderers. A league of mur- I would have to agree. A league of murderers? That's my brother you're talking about. Well, then your brother's a murderer. You die first, Dark One. <laughs> Wait, which Dark One? We're both dark. Well, they're Bo- talking... Both Arlo. of you die first. Oh, they're talking. Arlo's <laughs> just trying to, like, get close. Line up. Gotcha. Oh, um, we'll say this conversation is kind of happening as all this is, because we're, we haven't really dealt with initiative yet. We need to do that. Okay. Um, so he rolled a 10. Uh, you don't need yeah. to know that. What'd y'all roll? Well, I rolled a 10. Okay. Uh, what's your dexterity mod? Five. You win. Um, <clears throat> oh, wait. Not dexterity. My dexterity modifier is four. You win. Uh, Grimly, what'd you roll? 15. Okay. You win. And Josh? 17. 17. So Arlo Ooh. is the first to attack or do... Uh, second in the lineup is Grim. Third in the lineup is Jack, and finally would be the constable Ronald Witherbranch. And again, real quick, just for a little bit more conversation before this battle begins. Uh, whenever he found out that Arlo was the frog, mm-hmm. he says, "Oh, you must be a druid, little gnome." I don't see anything. Okay. Do you see the staff that's twice the size of you? And he, yeah, he notices. He has noticed the staff, and he says, "And it looks like you've been in my room stealing some of my things." I got your underwear. I bet you know who that <laughs> st- who that staff belongs to, don't you, little gnome? I don't see anything. He says, "Well, I sure do." Um, he says that just dastardly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Arlo, it is your turn to do what you will do. Not Wait. Ar, yeah, Arlo. Sorry. Um, I want to cast. <clears throat> I cast uh, Bear's Endurance on Grim. Okay. With enhanced ability, so <clears throat> you get an extra two d six temporary hit points. Hey, man, do you roll that? Two d six. I think you roll that. Okay. 2D6. And you have <laughs> advantage on Constitution checks. So that's a six. That's a four. So you got an extra ten. Amen. Okay. And then I am going to. I'm still kind of hidden um, behind like some shelves of stuff. I am going to uh, wild shape thing into a direwolf. All right, direwolf it is. And I am just gonna chill and wait till my next turn. Okay. So you're behind cover. I'm going to need to be doing some looking up of spells on my little machine here. How far in feet away is this man from me? From you? He's probably 40 feet away. 40 feet. Um, did I, when, whenever I transformed into that thing, did I feel that it, it made me stronger? Yeah, you, you, you felt that it would be a useful tool in the future. Dope. I, 
Wood Grim do it now. Wood Grim do it now. Smite. Yeah. Wood Grim. Yeah. Okay, I do it. Um, <laughs> I because I'm I'm imagining Grim is, is still he's tired and he's honestly been like frustrated with this guy from the very beginning. So now he's just stepped it up from frustrated to straight up angry. Yeah. So yeah, he like transforms Dark Jack style and. Uh, uh, that, that is an action, so I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Spiritual Weapon, um, the hammer again, in What's-His-Face's place, or at least within five feet of him, um, and I rolled a, a 24 to heat. Um, One, yeah, that four, will definitely hit. <laughs> seven damage. Seven damage. C indeed. Boop, 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 boop. That was with a Spiritual Weapon? Mm-hmm. With cool. the hammer. The hammer of purple in this. Mm-hmm. The hammer of Paylor. Although I don't I don't know if Paylor actually has a weapon associated with him. Wait, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. So you hit you hit him with the hammer. Yeah. Uh so the spiritual where does the spiritual weapon appear? Um within five feet of him. Okay. Yeah, okay I can make it it's got sixty foot range. Right. I just so. mean um like in front, behind. Um like a little bit to his left, like front left, I guess. Okay, and you just swing head. Tummy. Um, swinging for his back. Okay, you swing for his back and you hit him and he stumbles forward and he says, Oh boy, this gonna be, this gonna be a ride, I bet. Um, so, Grant, or, so Grant, that was your turn, Jack Law. Yeah, I'm not moving. Um. He is not facing you. Okay. Uh. Oh, yeah. Can I stealth? If he yeah, is not he's not facing, facing you, you can stealth. Okay. Um, do I have advantage or just roll what I got? I got a 14. Um, for stealth? Yeah. What do you say passive perception was? Oh, 10 I know, plus I know it is. Yeah, you win. You, okay. He does not see you. Sweet. Then I guess I'll... We're just, I guess I we're just like killing him. You roll, I think stealth rolling is an action. Huh? To, for you to go stealth, so you will have a bonus action now on this turn, and then you would remain well, stealth for your I, next as, turn. I, as a bonus action, can hide. Okay, that's fine. We'll say you're stealth. That's cool. Okay. Uh, Let us know in the comments or wherever you Hide are. is like in combat stealth. Stealth is something you have to do before okay, combat. Okay, there you go. That makes like sense. Like when you're sneaking around, you're stealthing. Right. Whenever you're trying to do it in battle, like... You jump behind cover right. and hide. Okay, so if you do that as a bonus action, absolutely. All right. just, absolutely. Oh, oh, see, Arlo realizes he doesn't have to kill this guy. He's He just knows that this big man is blocking the way out. Yeah, well, he wasn't blocking the way out for me. I just ran past him. <laughs> I'm going to kick him in the head. No, I'm not. I'm going to... One damage him in the head. I'm going to, again, back of the blade. Um, should I take a damage penalty for that? It's not going to do as much damage yet as your cleaver. Let's say don't add your dexterity to it. Don't add my dexterity. Can we, like, take it down a die instead of a D8 or D6? Um, my dexterity is four. <laughs> That's a lot when you're sure, talking about half sure. of a die. Yeah, you're right. That makes sense. That makes sense. You can just swing it real hard. Okay. Yeah, we'll do a D6. Okay, so I'm a... Yeah. Uh, 14 plus 6. That'll hit yeah. Alright, so. <laughs> it might not have mattered. Uh, 16? No, it's 13. Alright, yeah, plus 4 would be 17. Um, 
17, and if he moves, he takes another 4 damage. Oh, okay. Remind me if I move it. Okay. Uh, so you really crack him on the back of the head, um, and uh, the bl- like. you open up a, the back of his head. Like, it's not a blade hit, but you smash him hard enough, like, blood starts to run through the back of his head, and he stumbles forward again, he says... Oh, looks like you boys gonna ruin my night. Uh, and he picks up his head, and so you probably moved your movement speed to get to him at this point, so you can't really move away. Okay. Um, you're also no longer stealth because you smacked him in the back of the head. Um, so he is going to use Misty Step to teleport. He has a bonus action, and he can teleport to a point he can see within 30 feet. So he is going to teleport to get lateral with uh, Arlo. Um, Lateral. So across where he can see you, okay. where you're not in cover. And he is going to say... Yes. Mm. He says, so you're a little gnome who's me, who me? If you're a little gnome, that means I ain't got no giant frog. That's on you. Also, you know a, do you know a dwarf named Briar? And he reaches out his hand and he casts a spell on you. Ooh. Magic. Um, he casts yes. magic missile on you. Gotta be a cantrip. He can't cast another spell. Uh, if you cast a bonus action, you gotta use a cantrip. Okay. All right. So you cast firebolt and so instead. Will somebody tell me what firebolt is? You do one d ten of fire head. damage. You make a ranged spell attack against it. All right. Well, unless he's the source. Um, unless he's level five, in which case it does two d ten, which I would hope he's not level five because we'd be dead. Okay. Never know. Um. So he rolls a spell attack. Okay, yeah, no, make a screwed. Make a range spell attack, so you would yeah. use his spell attack modifier. Ooh, he probably gonna hit. That was above twenty. That's fine. All right, so he hits you with a fireball, and what's damage on that, Zenus? One d ten. One d ten. It is the most powerful cantrip aside from Eldritch Blast, I guess. But all right, so he casts firebolt. He reaches out his hand, and starting kind of at his elbow, flame wraps around his arm, and then fires a bolt of it at you, uh, and it collides with you as you stand there. Behind your pillar, as you stand there, taking uh, it in the face, four damage to you. Okay, as he's talking, as he's talking about Briar and stuff like that, I'm getting more and more worked yeah. up. Um, I just let it hit me. I just take the damage. Okay, I'm just, I'm glaring at him. Nice. So fire envelops you for a moment as you take the damage and you singe. Uh, and it is now your turn. Cool. I'm gonna charge at him. Okay. And as a wolf. Yes, as a dire wolf. Um, and I'm going to, let's see, I think it's two attacks. I actually get a bite and a, um, that's like a bite and a claw attack. Okay, you get two attacks? I think so. Well, it's a crit to bite, so. As a wolf? Uh, five, 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 uh, it is not not prone. If it is, um, if I'm successful, then he's not prone. All right. It was a crit, so. You crit And it's 2d6. Your strength check, or you crit the hit? The hit. Oh, okay. he missed he stepped. He took four damage to move. Oh, yeah, he did move. Boom. So that hurt as well. It would be thunderous vibrations yeah. rack his body. Um, all right, so you you hit me, so I still have to roll DC thirteen to stay standing. That works. So you need to roll your damage die. Okay. You can roll. You can roll. And it's a ten double, so he's got twenty damage. Yeah. 
Well, I'll give you the option one when you crit. You can either just double your regular damage roll, or if you roll a one, you can roll the dice again. That way, you don't end up critting for two, you know? Does that make sense? Kinda. 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 It should benefit. It'll benefit you either way. Okay. Like, if imagine you rolled a one there, and you could double it. That was just a hit for two, mm-hmm. rather than ten or something. It's so, game rules. Um, I think that's part of the rules. Okay. I think that's a possibility. We'll look it up. Uh, but anyway, you rolled to 20 damage. Good gravy. Gosh. Uh, so. Oh, I'm not happy with this guy. Yeah, so you just, where are you biting him at? Uh, like straight, straight up like torso. In, the, in his belly, his yeah. big belly. He's in, he's in his, he's in his church clothes. He's in his party clothes. I don't care. So you, uh, <laughs> you bite through his, through his clothes into his stomach and rip a, rip a chunk out of his tummy there. Is he um, not prone? Um. He is not prone, Boom. so you bite a hunk out of his belly and knock Ronald Brither Branch to the floor, and he says, "Oh God, y'all wait till my brother gets here. He'll take care of y'all good." Cool. Now, in relation to the exit, where are we at? Because he's come down the stairs and stuff, right? Yeah. So imagine this rectangle. Bottom right of this rectangle is the spiral staircase. Top of this rectangle is the staircase that Jack Law came down. Uh, Arlo, you're towards the bottom. You and Grim are towards the bottom of the rectangle. Uh, I'm in the middle. Uh, Jack is in the middle, and Constable Man is to the left of the two of you. So cool. you are there is no uh, line of sight between you and the staircase. Cool. I am breaking for the exit. Okay, <laughs> so you take your 30 feet and you make it just to the bottom of the staircase. After uh, you move. 50 feet. 50 feet because you're a wolf. You make it. Oh, you go up the staircase. I'm waiting for these guys. All right, to so you the reach the top of the staircase, and it is it goes in. There's like a a lever that can be pulled. It looks like at the top of the staircase. Cool. So I'm just I'm chilling at the top of the staircase for now and waiting on these guys. Okay. How far? And away? I do not look. As he's on the ground, he's like, hard to pull a lever when you're a wolf, you cowardly druid. You're worse than your master, Brian. How far away is he from me? Uh, he's probably, <laughs> I guess, 30 feet to your left at this point. 30 feet to my left. Okay. Uh, he's prone. I'd have advantages. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Boy, has not done a good job. Uh-huh. Uh, Botch that advantage roll. I'm going to cast uh, Guiding Bolt at him. Oh, boy. Uh, da, da, da. That's uh, 15. Uh, to hit? Yes. That will hit. Dope. Four, ten, thirteen, uh, fifteen, eighteen damage. Eighteen damage. All right. Yeah. Um, um, and the, the next attack roll made against this target before the end of my next turn has advantage thanks to mystical dim light glittering on the target. Until then, the light is, uh, as always, purple. Okay. Um, is he within twenty feet of my hammer? He is not now. Uh, then I'm just going to move the hammer uh, 20 feet closer to me as my bonus action. Okay, so as he's on the ground, you fire this bolt, right? It's a bolt. Uh, let's see. You uh, this bolt at him, and he takes the damage. He says, "God, who are you people?" Grim uh, do not answer, but he, he does move. Um, he, I, I do move the, the 10 feet to my uh, weapon. Okay. Uh, Jack Law, it's your turn. Uh. Grim, do you intend to stay and fight this man? I do. Very well. I need to come up with a voice for Angry Grim. 
I do. <laughs> Very well, I will help you. We need to get out of here quickly, I assume. And I'm gonna... Oh, he's way over there, ain't he? Mm -hmm. About 30 feet away. Oh, I can run that far. You hop, you hop the table uh, and head towards him. I has advantage, you say? Yes. 14 gonna hit? No, 16 gonna hit. That will hit. Yes. Uh, we're intending to kill this fellow, so I'm going full blade of my blade. Okay. and another four if he moves. Okay. Alright. Injured a great deal. Uh, you cut him. You just rip a hole in him. You cut him way open. And he, he just yells in pain. Oh! And so from his position he teleports again. He misty steps as far as close to the staircase he can as he can get. And then he uses the rest of his running movement speed uh, to get to the staircase and close that door and leaving so a trail of blood. Not at the top of the door. No, not the not the the other stair, the top staircase. You are at the spiral staircase. Oh, I am. He okay. went to. He a was different... running for the exit. He yeah, I'm headed for to the, the exit. Top staircase. Okay, that's where I am. I thought you were running to the. Uh, Come to me, fat man. To the spiral staircase. I apologize. Um, he's going the way that you're not, essentially, which would make sense for an enemy to do who's trying to flee. So if you, I thought you were at the uh, the spiral one, which because that was the closest one to you. That's my bad. We so, didn't. He said we were heading for the exit. We didn't yep. know what that staircase. Right. Went okay. To. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, so you're at that staircase. Instead, yep. he goes to the spiral staircase, which really would give Grim an opportunity attack. No, he wouldn't, because he teleported. Um, so he passed out of, beyond you. He to the bottom of the spiral staircase, uh, which he ascended and pulled a lever. Uh, and the door opened, and he kind of he's he's crawling through that door, as it is now Arlo's turn. But he's like a staircase and half a room away from me. He's right? a full room away from you currently. A full room away from me. Yeah, uh, there, he's leaving quite the trail of blood at this point. Okay, are we going after this guy? Grim is yeah. He's not really thinking. I can't get that across in his voice, but he's essentially this first willing transformation is like he's. Raging, and you just heard Jack say, "Are we gonna? Are you intending to fight this guy?" And Grim said, "Yes." So you're, are you particularly angry at this dude for something, or is it like the transformation that made you? Sounds like conversation <laughs> are you particularly angry at this fellow, or are you just angry because you are transformed and that causes you great rage? Please answer in a calm tone. Why <laughs> <laughs> yes, my dear fellow. Um, yeah, I imagine Grim is like. Oh no, act it, please. Breathing in. <laughs> what? Why are we gonna? Are we gonna get salty about this? Yeah, I'm gonna kill him. Well, I mean, I feel like I would know if he's like out of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he said he can't quite convey it with his voice, so I don't know okay. if he can't convey that it is this transformation that has made him like this. Gotcha. Okay. It it is. Yeah, that's something you'll have to ask after he's detransformed. Okay, gotcha. I'm going. I'm like going back to regular Arlo because you said the door is closed, right? Yeah, I there was a lever whenever I thought you at the other staircase. That okay. door is definitely still closed. Okay. Uh, so you probably would have to be a person to open it, but there's not a lever involved. 
Okay, so there's no lever here? No so? lever. It's a door that you can open with a knob. Door that I can open with a knob. All right, so I turn back into just regular old Argo. Okay. And because he's like a room away, he's bleeding, yeah. he's not looking good. Graham! Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Grim does not answer. Graham, I, I look got, to you. I understand you're mad. I understand that you're angry. I'm angry too. We got things we got to figure out. But we got to get out of here to figure these things out. Grim turns back. Arlo, the door on the door of those stairs leads outside. I'm sure that's where he's going now. The spiral thing leads outside, or my door leads outside. Your I'm door. I'm confused. Your door leads outside. I don't know where his door goes, but I know he's trying to get away from us. You're okay. here, Josh, in the top staircase. Now I see it. Right, there's a spiral staircase. Visualize. I got it now. I'm going to get out of here. Are we? I thought that was the plan all along as we were getting out of here. Is to die. So it was before we left. Graham, we got other things to do. I understand that you're mad, but we got to get out of here. I think it's going to take more than just words to stop Grim at this point. Otto, get out and regroup with Burb. I'll follow him and make sure he doesn't get into trouble. Oh, yes, right. Burb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to open up the door and I'm going to head that way. Um, do I have enough? Ra- 60 feet within range? For, uh, as, he, as he goes out the door. Otto, of the, the guard at the door. Of the door? <laughs> of big man. Yeah, out of... Yeah, yeah, uh, range of, uh, is it Ronald or Donald? Donald. Yeah. Ronald? Ronald. Yeah, he is, he is he 60 feet away? Yes, he is 60 feet away. Cool! Alright, so I'm going to open the door, and before feet. I leave, I want to see if I can, uh, cast Ice Knife. He would be over 60 feet away from you at this point. Well, see, I don't ask if he's 60 I, feet away. I, I thought, I was trying to figure out what you meant by within range of, of what, and I didn't, I thought you were talking about movement speed of, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's, he'd be over 60 feet away. This room is more than 60 feet long. Got it. Um, he'd probably also be out of your line of sight at this point based on the pillars and the, the contents of this room. Hey, I'm at the top of stairs. He's at the top of stairs. Either way, moving forward. Okay. If I can't see him, if I can't catch anything else, I'm heading out the door. Okay. Grim, I'm going for Burr. Jack, you see if you can stick with him and follow him. I'm going to go see if I can get I'll Burr. keep track of him. Uh, take care of Burr. We'll regroup with you as soon as we can. All right. Wait. No, I'm still in the middle of the room. Right? No, you're at the bottom left because you went and sliced oh, okay, with the yeah. knife. All right, never mind. Then keep going. <laughs> right. you did. You did yell out that there was a guard at the top of that staircase. Were you not? Huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. So it's Grim's still turn. turn. So I'm gonna open the door and then I'm gonna head out. But that'll be. We'll a say place. the end of your turn is at the top of the staircase before <laughs> you open the door, based on how much how long it takes for you to move. Because there is a Jack just told you there's a guard on the other side of that door. I was already at the top of the stairs. I, I, my, my goal is just to streamline adding another person to the combat. If you would like to go ahead and go out the door, there's a guard that notices you. Yeah, I just want to okay. open the door. <laughs> yeah, you open the door and you push a guard out of Action. the way and he uh, rolls initiative and you guys are kind of in your own combat order. What was your original initiative uh, roll? Um, okay. He does not... Su- beat that so um that doesn't make any sense he's gonna that initiative conflagration you you're currently in your turn so he'd probably get a turn as soon as your turn is over um so you open the door you haven't done anything but yell back to them so you haven't really performed an action 
So if you would like to attack this man, you can. You kind of push him out of the way. He turns around, and between you and the wall of this manor, which is probably about another 50, 60 feet away from you at this point, uh, the wall of this courtyard, I should say, uh, between you and that is a guard who is standing there. And rather surprised that you just busted down the door. A little gnome has just busted down the door. He says, what's going on here? I thought there was a knob, and I just opened the door. <laughs> All right, so you open the door. And the <laughs> you didn't sl- like... I'm running past dude man. I'm running past literally dude. like imagine there's a man leaning against the door that you're trying to open. Cool. He pushes you push it open and he steps back and stares at you. If you don't have enough movement to also run past him. I haven't moved yet. I just opened a door. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so you're All I did was I I, are you I, de- I turned back into Arlo and I yelled at Grim and I opened the door. Right. I okay. Um, so you dash past him, I assume? No, you're not staying around and doing action. You're just going to do nope, I'm action. just running past him. As I'm running past him, I want to yell out, The basilisk has got loose. It's heading up the elevator. Uh, all right. Roll persuasion on that. He's also going to get an opportunity to attack on Why him. not? Twinterburn. Yeah, he does not succeed on that. So he says, Ooh. What? The basilisk, as he like tries to grab you on the way by... So, I guess roll a strength contest, or probably what's higher between strength and dex for you? Dex? Roll that. Saving throw? Yeah. Seven. Oh, uh, you tie, so let's just roll again. <laughs> All right. Fourteen. All right, you certainly succeed. So he tries to grab you on the way by, like put a hand on your head or something, and you run past him, and he says, what? The basilisk is out. <laughs> he turns. Hang on, we gotta get up top. Go, 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 go! Hurry! All right, so he turns down. He turns and goes to travel down the stairs uh, with his turn. Oh, he's um, going down the stairs. He said yeah. the basilisk is coming up the elevator. The elevator? He said the basilisk is coming up the elevator. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. But he convinced him. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he doesn't run down the stairs. He runs towards the front of the manor. They don't have to make sense. I just wanted to distract. Okay, this guy. he runs towards the front of the manor. Cool. So he is out of sight. Josh, I believe that does indeed end your turn. Thank God. <laughs> All right. I opened a door yeah. and yelled at people. <laughs> I just, I, I could have swore that you were at the bottom of that stairs at the beginning of the turn, but that's why I have it messed up. Well, it was um, bottom of the stairs because you were like 30 feet, and I was like, nope, 50 feet. You said, oh, okay, yeah, you're at the top of the stairs. Yeah, and you were at the top of the stairs. Okay, yeah, I was, I confused myself. That's all right. Um, that was Arlo's turn. Grim, it is your turn. Arguably, you were also headed for the spiral staircase in his mind. So. Apparently so. I don't yeah. know. Well, the whole thing is I had two staircases. I was referring to one as the top staircase and one as the spiral staircase. The staircase yeah. closest to you when you said I run to the staircase was the spiral one. And, just... and I said I was going to the top of the staircase, which may have been the top staircase. Yeah. It's, it's tough. <laughs> the D is, it's tough to keep track of all this stuff. We're um, good. Grim. How far away is the spiral staircase from me? Uh, it I, is. I've only moved 10 feet further into the room than from right. where I started. Uh, the staircase is probably another solid 20 to 30 feet from okay. you, the base then of that staircase. I'm going to... The spiral staircase. Yes. Where okay. the, the man went. Correct. You're chasing him. I'm going to dash up the staircase. Okay. My weapon you are, will just... <laughs> you are directly, <laughs> like, as you get to the staircase, like, you're right behind him, essentially. You're sprinting right behind him up the staircase. And that's max, and that's all I can do. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna run up the staircase behind him. Which staircase? The staircase behind him. He's following me. Okay, you're following going up him. the staircase, the spiral staircase. Yeah. I would ask in the future just to designate which one. 
going up the spiral. All right. Following Thank you. grid. Thank you. Perfect. That that that's that's what's requ- that's all that'll help me out. Okay. Um. So you are you dashing? Uh, I can run and then dash. I can dash as a bonus action. Okay. So you, if necessary, your run will get you almost to the base of the staircase. You're 30 speed of speed okay. since you're then I'll since you're farther to the left of that room. Run and then dash up the staircase, I guess, or dash over there and then run up the staircase. Okay. Spiral staircase. Right. Okay. So you, so you're right behind Grim. Essentially, okay. you're right behind yeah. Grim. I'm just uh, trying to keep up with him. I'm not trying to kill this fellow. Right. Okay. Right. <sighs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. He's not a particular threat to us. After he doesn't have us locked in his basement, I mean, he can't really make any public moves on us. Not really. No. He could hire people to do it for him. Arlo is like, he's distressed. He wants to get out of here and find answers. This Um, guy is obviously not going to give us any answers. We're either going to have to kill him or get away from him to find answers. Either way, the answers aren't here. Yeah. I should have told you about These dice. I did tell you about his room up there. I should have told you about the book. You did tell me about the room. Um, What is y'all's passive perception? 14. Uh, uh, it is ten plus wisdom. Ten plus wisdom plus uh, proficiency if you're proficient in per- uh, pass- uh, perception. So mine is was seventeen. I thought. I think you said no. What's my my wisdom 13. is thirteen. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, fifteen. You have to be proficient in perception or proficient in passive perception. Perception. You can't okay. be proficient in passive perception okay. unless you're proficient. So in nobody's perception. is twelve or below. No. Okay. So uh, Ronald jumps up into the into a room that is above you after he pulls the lever and the the, the uh, like the ceiling slides back and he jumps up into this room um, and rolls to the side and you you don't see him anymore after he does that. Um, Sham moves to the other side of the room. Alright, I'm not, I'm never, I don't, this is one of the first times I've done, played as a casting type person. He's cast a spell currently. Can he also cast a cantrip? Uh, no. Okay. Gotcha. Unless Depends the, on what he is. No. If the hmm. spell he cast is leveled 1 through 9 and has a casting time of 1 bonus action, he can use his regular action to cast as a, a cantrip. cantrip. Okay. Gotcha. Sorcerers can make that happen with any single action spell leveled one through nine. Cool beans. Or cantrip because then they can turn it into a bonus then action. He, uh, you guys hear the sound of a door opening at this point. What was, did he beat 15 for passive perception? Well, really he broke your line of sight, so you don't, you can't really see what he's doing in this room. Okay. Um, but I'll, this rule will come into play whenever you do re-enter line of sight. Okay. Uh, but that's in his turn. He's finished. I re-enter line of sight. All right, so you crawl up in there. Mm-hmm. Um, what you see is an open door uh, as you crawl into this room and using probably five feet of your movement speed. You see the door. You what you you are in a room that looks a lot like someone's study. There's a desk. There are papers on a desk. There are books on a wall. There are um, snakes on a plane. <laughs> no, there there's chairs. There's like leather chairs and stuff. A big leather chair at a desk. There's windows that you can obviously out, see outside into the the yard of the manor um, to the western uh, side of that room, the western side of the house. Uh, but the door opens, and Grim, you certainly recognize it to be the foyer. You recognize this door to be the door that your father tried to open uh, earlier in the night. Hmm. 
but you still don't currently see your Arnold Wither branch unless you decide to. Right now, you're standing in the the corner of this room, and you see that the door is open, but you can't. All you can see is that fireplace y'all were standing at. You can't see the full room. Okay, I step into the room. Okay, you step in, and what you see is not Ronald Witherbranch, but you do see a bunch of people being pushed out of the way by, it looks like it could be an invisible Ronald Witherbranch, um, but it's like the space of someone is pushing people out of the way. You can't see anything, but you can see the effects of something pushing through several people who are in this foyer and out the front door of the manor. Um, is he within movement speed? Um, let's see. He took 30, so yeah, you would be able to get to him. I want to run. Or whatever might be him. <laughs> I'm just kidding based on the fact that he failed a, a, failed a rule against your passive perception being invisible. I want to... I assume um, that's how you handle that. Run after him and tackle him to the ground. Okay. Um, because he is invisible, I will impose a little <coughs> bit of But if I've seen him, though... You can see the space, but I feel like if you're tackling tackling an invisible thing, it would be a little bit more difficult than attacking something that is not invisible. But I, true, I mean rules is written. It's like if you detect where he is, it's okay. It, then I mean you yeah, can just do it as you, as you do. Go ahead, all about it. Um, I, I guess it's tackle like a strength contest or something. Uh, it will be. It will be a grapple check. So I'll have to roll um, against strength for you. Twelve. These dice, man. This guy is not real good all night. Yeah, you, 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 you succeed in tackling him to the ground. So this invisible, you tackle what is obviously Ronald Wither Branch, but just the invisible space where he would normally exist. So you run out into the like the porch of the uh, where you were where you knocked out the guy originally, uh, and you just kind of tackle him over the the little the. Um, kind of concrete barrier right there on the outside of this little porch and you land on an invisible Ron or Wither bench and he says, Oh, please, just let me go. Um, he also looks up and says, What are you? I don't know, but I've got a few questions for you, Ronald. Um, and then I guess my turn would end. Okay. Jack. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um... We entered in a room that I haven't been in before. Yeah. Uh, also, we didn't do Arlo's turn because I always consider you out of combat at okay. this point. We did, we did his turn. It goes him, then him, then me. I think, no, we did. We Arlo, did. you guys caught up to Ronald. Ronald had his turn where he turned invisible. Uh, then okay. we went straight to Grim. Yeah, I got you. I'm good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I've never been in this room, correct? <clears throat> You've never been in this room, no. Okay, I see that they've kind of burst out into the party area so I'm not going to go out there Yeah, I'm going to stealth or hide as a bonus action sure uh 16 you're in an empty room (laughs) but just making sure anybody yeah nobody's going to notice you walking past I'm a pretty big distraction at this point yeah yeah. I'm a perception the room as well it should be said that as you ran through that room like people there were gasps in your typical party like record scratches and you know yeah. the typical stuff Skeletal that happens when someone yeah runs through a party there are plenty of screams 15 
Uh, for what was again? Perception. Your, I um, guess, general investigation for looking for things. Yeah, let's do investigation. Okay, then that's seventeen. Okay. You're in like the study kind of thing at the top of the stairs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah there's a. He's in the study in the southwest corner of this manor. Uh, what you see, you see several books, a lot of open books on the desk. But what really stands out to you on the desk is a large um, crystal, large black obsidian uh, crystals, uh, the size of a potato. Um, and so you, <laughs> what do you do? Uh, is there any like thing around it? Any books or like? There are no books that um, that seem to be particularly relevant right near. It's mostly papers, a lot of financial stuff, a lot of like tax reports and things that are mostly around this this uh, here, this thing. Was it an action for me to? It would be an. Inv- it would be. It wouldn't have been an action, I don't think, for you just to pick that up. But because you ruled an investigation check, that would be an action, I think, because okay. you took your time this turn to investigate this. Well, room. I didn't. I didn't pick it up. Okay, you didn't pick it up. No. I picture you. You made the motion of grabbing it, and so you didn't pick it up yet. No. Um. So I just wanted. I wanted to roll Arcana to see if it was anything magical. Oh yeah, that's fine. Sure. Okay. Seventeen. It is not a substance that you recognize or remember anything about. Okay, then I'm gonna take it. Okay, you grab it, put it in your bag. Mm-hmm. Would you have seen? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's an obsidian crystal. You notice that Zenith or Grimm's um, tie that he wears. He has a tie clip thing, uh, and it is also contains a black crystal. Um, same as the teddy bear. We all saw the teddy bear. Yes, and that yeah, they they are similar in being black crystalline um, items. Okay. Uh, not so identical that it is like this is obviously the same thing, but it's definitely a black crystal. You've seen black things before, but never never an element, never a stone or anything that looks quite this shape and quite this deep black color. But they do definitely resemble the thing in the, on Grimm's tie as well as the thing in Justine's teddy bear. I, I take it, and I'm just gonna watch, see what happens in the uh, thing. I'm not gonna go out there. Okay, so you're just gonna like walk, stare into the foyer. Yeah, just kind of like peeking out through Pe- the door. Okay, so you're peeking out, looking at the door. So you do get a chance to see like Grim dive into an invisible man and tackle him over a concrete uh, barrier and uh, break line of sight with you. Uh, wait, break line of sight. The is. Um, just like a concrete wall like imagine there's an awning kind of like a uh, hotel okay. like it's not completely I'm just saying that they kind of went over a, a barrier alright so that would I feel like would end your turn at this point yeah I mean I could move but that would just yeah. be moving to see them certainly Did I, with my earlier investigation did I see anybody out there on the balcony area oh uh, there's currently no one out there but they did run past two guards who have just had enough time to turn and be like WTF mate okay I'm just gonna stay where I am just continue okay um Grim it is your turn sir what will you do with this man um I well I don't really scream I kinda yell at him why why the cullings what are you doing what are you thinking I guess be better to say Just a moment. Do I hear what he's saying? Yeah, you do. Okay. Um, uh, Ronald Weatherbranch looks up at you invisibly, and he redu- he takes away his invisibility, and you see his bleeding uh, visage. 
uh, which would be his face. So his face is a little bit bloody, but most of it, his tummy is bloody. Uh, he looks up at wolf. you. He looks up at you and he says, "I don't do colors. Those aren't my job. And even if it was, I wouldn't tell you why." Does it look like if I hit him, he'll die? He looks pretty rough. I'm gonna hit him. Okay. I'm gonna hit him. Okay. You have complete advantage on this. Part. I got a nat twenty, baby. Oh boy. <laughs> so he dies twice. Um, you know, we'll just do double damage. So it's four, eight, twelve. Um, would I double the damage? I wouldn't double the damage that does. Never mind. So twelve plus that's eighteen damage. Yeah, you kill him. I'm gonna hit him. What, okay, I hit him in the head with the punching. With the punching necrotic. Yeah, with the just. Okay, yeah, you punch him in the head, and your 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 fist just crushes in the front of his face, and there's blood and, and viscera, and the necrotic damage burns away half of his face, and Ronald Witherbranch lies dead as the constable of Lonesome beneath your frightening form, uh, and the guards no, around have... Man, have if, if I was a lesser man, I would search his pockets. Yeah, the guards have turned, and they look through the thing as you punch their their uh, boss in the face and kill him obviously people all around scream and gasp oh no and uh, the guards say kill him and that is where we're going to have to end the episode for today thank you so much for listening to this episode locations are proving to be difficult for this DM I assume they are proved difficult for most people uh, whenever you don't have something to visualize with but we enjoyed it I hope everyone else did please be sure to like comment subscribe to this video if you're watching and if you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review if you enjoyed it. Uh, and without further ado, we love you very much. Bye. Bye.